fellow adventurers. Welcome to a Nat One Life podcast series called Homebrew Heals. Here, my sister Amanda and I will talk about our different journeys we have taken or are still on to resolve our medical issues. From gut issues to skin issues, we have experienced a lot in our 30 years. We do not have any medical backgrounds, but feel we have rolled high enough in our investigation and health checks and want to share our experiences with you. So come along this journey with us and see what we discover together. Journey with us and start to find your way through this net one life. So Sarah. Yes. Tell me about your health lately. We haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. It has been a moment. What's your poop my- like? <laughs> well, man. <laughs> Actually, my uh, bowel movements have seemed to improved somewhat um but i honestly am not sure if that's because of um, something happening internally or if it's because my mindset on what good poop is has changed mm-hmm. ever since we discovered that the caterpillar poops are not actually normal poops the caterpillars <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that analogy <laughs> Me um, too. Interesting. So overall, you think your poop health has improved? Have you changed anything about so your diet? I've been trying to drink more liquids mm-hmm. recently. I've been drinking more tea. I've been drinking more just straight up water. Um, and I uh, haven't necessarily like gone completely SIBO again or mm-hmm. completely change my diet or whatnot but I am realizing my what I eat for breakfast and lunch is a lot better for me than what I used to be doing so I've uh, am now dedicated to oat milk and oh. also I'm making sure that if I choose to eat like cereal that I only eat cereal that is like Chex cereal because it's made out of rice and they actually are fairly good about what they put into their cereal um it's fairly limited so I can yeah, I, I oh sorry mm-hmm. go ahead. no go mm-hmm. ahead I was just saying there's only a couple of ingredients in their cereal and what's great is if you are a person that has um in aversion to rice, they have corn checks, they have yeah. meat checks, they have, you know, so it's very like specific ingredients. Yeah. And it's really, and I've noticed that my stomach doesn't seem to react after I have a, a bowl of cereal now. So that's been really good. And then during lunch, I don't always necessarily eat like super healthy, but I've been trying to make sure that I'm not eating something that I know is going to upset my stomach. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to take it easy for the majority of the day. The only time I'm still having an issue with is at night when we have dinner and the after dinner snacks and desserts, I'm still falling prone to. So Mm. still working on that. (laughs) Well, and yeah, so that's hard, I think, because... Well, frankly, weed for me, like 
Yeah. I start getting snacky and yeah, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword because I can't eat my dinner <laughs> if I don't smoke because my uh, stomach yes. is too upset. Yep. And so, um, but then I smoke and then it's like, then I get the munchies. No, I'm the exact same way. So usually after I'm done with, um, work, I will go and relax and usually that, and this is the other thing, I am working hard on switching from smoking weed to edibles Mm -hmm. and I'm adjusting so much that I have found actually that um, I know I don't need to smoke as much as I used to. Mm. The only downside is, yes, the, the munchies that I get. But as you're saying, like, I do that because by the time dinner comes around, I'm not always hungry or I'm not always, like, ready to consume food Mm -hmm. necessarily. And then I don't want to, like, eat super late or not eat with my family or just a a list of things. So the munchies are just real bad. And I was hoping that, like, maybe with edibles or Mm -hmm. the type of weed within the edibles wouldn't be like that, but it's not, it's still the same. (laughs) The only other uh, thing that is like a big thing that's happening is that um, submitted the hair samples, my hair Mm -hmm. samples in uh, to be tested for intolerances. And I received confirmation that they received the sample. So I should have uh, some answers in the next week. That is awesome. Yeah, very exciting. Um, So similar kind of, well, updates with me. Um, My poop is also getting better. Um, And I'm just, I wasn't, I'm just not sure if it was like what I had done with my SIBO diet um, a couple of months ago that I shared with everybody um, because I took my rifaximin um, regimen for two weeks. And then it, as you guys probably remember, um, my diarrhea came back, like mm. it wasn't working. I thought I was going to have to do another round. Well, my poop keeps changing and I'm going through like this weird ebb and flow. But one thing that has been consistently different, um, since I had my last ovary taken out in August, so it hasn't even been a year yet. And I think mm-hmm. it's important to call that out because it takes after surgery, that's traumatic, right? So it takes time for your body to feel normal and to like get back into a rhythm. Well, I mean, an an ovary is so important too, like production wise that it's, um, yeah, it's not something that's just, your body's just going to deal with quickly or it's not something that's just going to go away. Like you took an organ out. (laughs) Well, and it's not an organ that can be, that the um, functions can be duplicated by a different part of your body. So like, for example, Mm -hmm. we talked recently about the gallbladder and you can live without your gallbladder because your liver also produces bile and your gall or your gallbladder just stores it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the bile is still there. It, it, but when you remove one ovary, you have one ovary still there. Right. And so for Mm -hmm. a long time I was with one ovary 
and I was okay. I could function that way. And then I had to have the other one taken out. And I have unfortunately started to realize exactly how important estrogen and progesterone production are to not only a woman's body, but to anybody, because it's important to men as well. You just don't produce as much of it. And so, um, in my reading, I have a doctor's appointment actually in just a couple of days to get some additional questions answered, um, and a better plan in place. But in my reading with, in terms of when you've had a complete hysterectomy, like I have, um, the nausea, diarrhea, the inability to sleep, the increased depression, weight gain, like all of these things are also symptoms of improper hormone balance. Mm, Okay. So I have a lot of work to do in terms of just figuring out what's going on. And all of that starts with blood tests and some of the tests that you and I are doing individually as well. Um, So you had mentioned sending in your hair sample. Um, I also sent in my hair sample. Uh, I haven't gotten that very special email yet. So I am anxiously (laughs) awaiting. Um, But I'm really curious what it has to say. And hair is really cool. And I'm sure when we talk about the um, test, we'll get into the specifics. Yeah. But your hair can tell a story, kind of like a tree. Because as it grows out, it's growing out in stages of what's happening in your life, if that makes sense. Sure. So it's like at the top of your hair, you know, um, it's just like when they do drug testing from hair, they can see like, Oh, it's been, you know, six months since you've used the heroin because (laughs) your hair changes. Yeah. It's really weird. So I'm just really curious, like how, how, what this, what the results have to say. Um, But in terms of, Things that I've been working on towards my gut goals, water, uh, 64 ounces a day. I've been able to hit that every single day. Um, And now I'm pushing to um, 128 ounces. So I'm trying to get to that gallon. Um, It's over half my body weight in water. And so um, that, and I, you know, that's like a good judge of how to do it by your body weight yeah in ounces and so um I'm really thinking that the water is certainly helping and that's why I've had more good poop days um the other thing is I've been more active um I've started doing some side gig work that has gotten me up and moving and I'm walking several miles a week now and before I was like maybe walking a mile a week guys it was bad like very sedentary um like I would just walk at the grocery store and around my house but now yeah it's several miles a week and so that's impressive like I so you're like throwing these numbers out and I was just doing math and I was like I am nowhere near so I mentioned that I am improving my water intake. People, you got to realize I went from zero. So yeah. my improvement is like I'm now drinking three glasses of water during the day. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive, actually. I thought you were going to say you. one. Thank you. I thought you were no. like, I drink an eight-ounce glass. I'm like, oh, because I was going to be impressed with that even. I'm like, damn, sure, that's like an ounce an hour. I know. You know? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, your robot body, you're really overwhelming your parts. <laughs> No, I've been, I've worked it up from zero to like about three. So, but you, you're like now working on 128. 
Yeah. And, oh my and gosh. You have to also remember that the the hormone situation, it makes me dry. Oh, so it's yeah. like okay, leaching okay. water out of my body. Yeah, you usually feel thirstier, right? Yeah, I'm thirsty all day. Yeah, okay, okay. But then even like with the movement thing, I remember I mentioned last time to mm-hmm. our listeners that I was going to try and be more active or like work out more, even taking our dog to the dog park more. People, it hasn't happened. I am struggling with the activeness. <laughs> To be fair, you are way busier. So I think that is important. Like, um, and you have school going on. You have a full-time job. You have a smaller child that needs more assistance. So it's hard because you do, like, I do that all the time where I'll, like, look at even your life. I'm like, God, she has all this time to, like, do school and work and she's editing the YouTube and she's doing the <laughs> Etsy shop. <laughs> but then it's like, I also remember you have a family of three and I have a family of five. Yeah. You have, you know, and so it's very, life gets in the way, yep. but yeah. So, and it's just funny that I would be the one getting active because historically speaking, you're more of an active person. Right. I love being active. I love yeah. going out and I'm like, doing stuff mm-hmm. <sighs> it's hard when you don't have time and you're just yeah. stressed but it's ironic because you know that if you did go out and do it you'd probably be less stressed so it's like <laughs> a double-edged sword oh my gosh that's maybe the title of this episode double-edged swords <laughs> double-edged swords so what's happening well i'm depressed and i know if i get up and move that i'll feel better but i don't have time to get up and <laughs> right so I'm going to wallow so, in my depression, not I get anything actually be, done, yeah. <laughs> and then oh. go about my day tomorrow and do the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, I guess really the updates are not a ton to update yet, but yeah, some we, very promising updates soon. Right. But stuff is coming up, but it's also to show like stuff doesn't, or change doesn't happen overnight. Like we... Yeah are slowly working our way in to each their own. If you're able to, to make a change on a dime, by all means do so as long as it's safe, but it's also okay to, you know, take it step by step day by day. Yeah. And trial and error. Yes. You know, um, one thing that Sarah and I like to talk about is a lot of, corporate lingo that we've learned about in like lean management skills and things like that. And one of them is a rapid learning experiment. And something that you realize is that rapid is um, very subjective mm-hmm. in terms of the definition. And so what you're really trying to do is like change one or two things because you have a guess or a hypothesis that these are going to improve whatever you're out, you know, whatever you want the outcome to be. So water and exercise, those are a fast way to, for us to see, like, is this helping my poop? Is this helping my gut situation? But once you have finished the experiment, you then have to go back and assess the results and start again. Yep. So it's like a never ending process of 
continued growth. And it's all about that moving the needle, that progress versus perfection. Like we're Mm -hmm. never going to be perfect, but we can continue to make progress toward something better. And really, it sounds like we both have made some progress toward bettering our poop lives. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, like you're saying, I I am not somebody who is looking for perfection. I know that's not going to happen. So just knowing that the slight change has moved my needle forward or up a little bit is, I'm happy about it. Like, I am fully satisfied with the results thus far. Awesome. I am as well. And I feel better when I drink water, you know? Yeah. And when I move. I have all sorts of old people problems now, though. But and I'm so different. excited for these results to come through. I'm anxious. Yeah. Excited. I am so anxious. I don't know why. I'm, like, really worried it's going to tell me, like, your hair has cancer. You better go. Well, that's positive. not going to happen, though. You know that, right? <laughs> they're not and testing for that. I know they're not. But what <laughs> if they're like, there's some really, yeah, I don't know. Like, okay, with my health history, I wouldn't be surprised if they come Something back and they're like, gosh. there's these really weird, weird rare shit. No, and you I'm know like, what it would be? They yeah. wouldn't be able to, like, to. they would be like, our <laughs> tests were inconclusive. <laughs> we were unable to determine. I'm just going to get a letter back that says divergent. (laughs) People are going to knock at my door. Me like, what? Oh my God, it's me. The men in black. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm dauntless. I'm not divergent. Anyway. um, I'm a little nervous only because... I irrationally think that my list of intolerances is going to be extremely long. Mm. Yeah. But most likely it's probably just like a few things that isn't everything. Well, let's let's tell our audience so that they can um, get excited. But which what is this test telling us exactly? Which test are we talking about? And what is it going to tell us? Hopefully, when we get to the results. Right, hopefully. Um, okay, so the this is the first test that we are going to be doing. Uh, we do plan on doing more, but this one is check my body health. And essentially, um, you'll submit hair samples um, to a facility that will test them. And you can choose what they essentially are testing for. Um, we went with food intolerances or consumable intolerances I should say and um, they're going to be taking our hair samples and comparing it or testing it with like they advertise over 900 potential possibilities or uh, food items or stuff that you consume it's not always food it's like medications as well and whatnot yeah and it could be like metals in your water yeah food Mm -hmm. so they're testing our hair samples with over 900 different things and then we receive an email of the results back so we don't have to wait for paperwork to come back it will be a an email and it will go over not just like yes and no black and white there should be some sort of like scaling to the intolerances oh okay so it's like you know 
red to green and there's all these yellow levels of yellow and orange and all that kind of. Yes, that was my understanding. It Mm -hmm. may not be like a whole lot of separation, Mm -hmm. but it is supposed to be more than yes or no. So it could be like, you know, you can if you want to. Or it could be like, don't fucking eat this shit. Right. You probably don't want to eat that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And so I am anxious about that, too, to see, like, how list is my no, how long is my no-no list? Yeah, exactly. And how many things that I love are on that list. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious about the vitamin, um, the vitamin levels as well. Mm -hmm. Because that's supposed to be. In that, or if you're sensitive to certain vitamins, which I've been told that I'm sensitive to vitamin C, which is why I have issues with, like, fruit and stuff like that. So, anyway. This is why I'm interested. It's gonna be cool. Well, thank you for that little tidbit. And, yes, we will um, go over everything, how the test works. It's really cool. Their website explains it, but we don't want to give too much away. So when yeah. we actually do the update with about this test, we'll go into the details in depth. And um, I believe we plan to po- post those on our blog after we scrub all the personal data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. Well, Bye. let us know how you guys are pooping. Yeah. How you doing? How you pooping? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thank you, adventurers, for joining us today. We hope this helped you find tips and tricks to loot the booty. Find us on natonelife.com and check us out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to follow us more on our day-to-day. May your poop be regular and bubbles minimal. Stay Stay sassy sassy and gassy. gassy. Till next next time. time. Nice. Child of love, a nat one life, a nat one life. You work all day and make no pay, and debt is mounting every day. A nat one life, a nat one life. When the world seems to be slowly crushing your dreams, anxiety, depression, doubt. This nat one life is shitting on you. Through this night.